Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast with Eric and Jolene Engel, where Eric and Jolene answer marriage questions for believers, looking at the root of the problem instead of the symptom, always while applying God's wisdom and word for a Christ-centered marriage. Hi, I'm Eric Engel with my wonderful wife, Jolene, with another episode of The Marriage Mentor. In this episode, it's entitled, How to Minister to a Depressed Husband. Dear Jolene, I've been married to a Christian man for 26 years. My husband suffered from depression seven years ago, and also three years ago. Last time, he never got his zest for life back. He is working, but absolutely hates his job. I work for my husband doing his office administrative work. He has lied to me on several occasions over the past several months. He has told me that he has seen specific clients and I get a call from them wondering where he has been. I feel like his mother and his boss. Every time it happens, he is sorry. Sorry for lying to me. Sorry before God. But then it happens again. He is the only one making an income in our house. I am by nature a very positive, upbeat person. I try to be encouraging. I just can't take it anymore. I don't feel like forgiving to be hurt all over again. He says this time it's different. This time it will change. This time he will change his attitude towards work. How can I trust him at all when it comes so easy to him to lie to me? He said he did ask God to forgive him, but I can't let it go. Okay, so there's a lot going on in that letter. Um, Yeah, how can I trust him again? Well, you can't. Because his, his uh, character has sh- proven otherwise. So um, integrity needs to be built over time. So that question right there is, you trust God, not man. And the sad thing is, this, this guy has gone through some form of you know mental or emotional trauma to where he's just not that same man. And that, I believe that that happens to every person. You know, at some point in our lives, we go through um, a trial that's so great and we've lost our footing and we just don't know how to recover from that. So for me, I would look at the root issue. What's going on with this man that he's kind of like practically jumped off the bridge and he hasn't um, turned around and, and gone back to um, who who he has been, who she has known her husband to be. Um, to be. So my thought is um, just really ministering to him and asking him questions of how you could help him move forward in life. Because, you know, there's times in our lives that there are things that we don't like to do. You know, I could hate being a a housewife cleaning toilets and cooking, you know, meals, which actually I do, but um, that's part of my life. Yet, um, it is a life that I have chosen and I seek to find joy and joy comes from Christ. And so obviously this man has no joy. So I guess I would ask, what can I pray for you today? Um, are we are they going to church um, on a regular basis? Is there any form of fellowship? Because even in those um, really deep, um, gut-wrenching trials, you could still live a very joy-filled life because you're seeking Christ. So it sounds like that's not taking place. And the other side of it is, he says it's going to be different. This time it's going to be different. Well, you can't change in your own strength. We could try all day long, but we need the power of the Holy Spirit to help us to change. And again, I see that that area has fallen flat. We could say that we're Christians, but are we just going through the motions of, yes, I believe these things, but I'm really not pursuing Christ. I'm not really um, in prayer. I'm not in um, the fellowship. I'm not in reading the word. Are those things taking place? And if they're not, 
um, as a wife, I would make sure that I'm emulating that, you know, for my husband to see that. The other thing that I would do is to encourage him. I would leave him scripture. I know when my man went through horrendous trials, I'd leave scriptures for him all the time. I'd even um, read the Bible passage that I was on that day because, you know, the Holy Spirit just spoke to me and I'm like, oh, go share that with your husband. And I would. And so I would really try and pour the living water upon him to refresh his soul because it's really easy for us to look at how they're falling short, um, whether they're depressed or not. I mean, I could constantly look at Eric thinking, okay, well, you're not measuring up here and you're not measuring up there. And that critical spirit comes out. And I look at this man and I see him lying because of his pride. I think he's embarrassed um, for the things that he's doing and he doesn't know how to get out of it. He knows he's letting his wife down. Um, so for me as a wife, I would try to come in on the other side to just encourage and lift up. But as this wife says, she goes, I'm tired of it. Okay. You're tired of it. The other, the other move is to be consumed with the Lord yourself and let the Holy spirit intervene on his, on his behalf. Well, there's two things going on here. I mean, we're kind of talking about it like it's one thing, but there are two things. Number one, depression. Okay, I'm I'm depressed and, and such. But then there's a lying. Right. Oh, okay? yeah. So I can be depressed doesn't mean I lie to you. Right. Right. And so especially when he's when he's saying he's supposed to be with clients and he's not. Okay. Something's going on there because that's directly related to his income. Right. And and to know where he's supposed to be and, and bail out on that, you know, what's going on? I don't know what's going on, but uh, there's obviously a gap in the relationship. Oh, yes. And I don't know why he's hiding those things from her. I don't know if it's a pride issue or um, if what he's doing. So that's the root issue. You got to get into that. But you also get in, you need to get into um, the depression and how to get out of the depression. So I know as this wife said, I'm tired, I'm tired of it. And, and I, I know for me, there's times when I'm outright done with the trials, but yet God hasn't removed the trials. We're still in the midst of that storm and our tendency is to look at the storm instead of our savior. You always have to look at your savior and say, okay, what are you asking me to do today? Um, inviting the Holy Spirit in and hearing what the Holy Spirit's telling you, because again, the wife can't, the wife cannot fix her husband. Well, I, I understand, but in spite of his sin, the only way she's going to get through to him is to dig and dig without uh, criticalness. Right. Okay. Because if she's critical, he's not going to listen to her. No. Even if he's in sin, he's not going to listen to her. And and that's the only way she's going to reach his heart is if she comes in with an attitude of, I'm here to help you. Right. We're one and I love you. And obviously you're having some problems and you've lied to me, but I'm not going to get bent out of shape about that. I want to know your heart. I want to know what's going on with you. And at that point, he might start opening up. But if she's critical, what's going to happen? Oh, yeah. No, he's going to go right back into his shell, you know, like a turtle. Um, I have Galatians 6, 1 through 5 here that I wanted to share. It says, Dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path and be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Share each other's burdens and in this way obey the law of Christ. If you think you are too important to help someone, you are only fooling yourself. You are not that important. Pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done, and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone. For we are each 
for we are each responsible for our own conduct. The wife in this situation, she's wanting to, you know, mentally check out and emotionally check out. But is that what God's calling you to do? There's times, I, I believe that there are times that as a wife, you know, we sometimes we can't lift our husbands up. Um, I know for me, I have to go retreat to the Lord and get my, my source of strength from the Lord. So my conduct is right. And then the Lord sends me back in to maybe minister to my husband in, in a situation that we're going through. So in this case, you know, he's got his sin and yeah, you have to go in and rebuke him. Kind of like, why are you lying to me? This is not acceptable. I want to help you. But, but got, it's in a gentle, humble and, way. And she's got to do it gently and humbly. Right, right. Uh, as the verse says. Because I don't believe the guy wants to be a jerk of a husband. Something is going on that's much deeper. So as Eric said, dig, dig deeper and uh, be that loving, encouraging wife as you do. So those are my thoughts. I have nothing more. Okay. I'm Jolene Engel here with my husband at JoleneEngel.com.